up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the startup lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there on this Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be, we're here to help you celebrate. It's also National Barbecue Day. National Barbecue Day. Okay. Get yourself so, a barbecue taco. Well, there you go. Combine the two days yeah. and you got it made. <laughs> Welcome in. It's Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And, of course, we got a good show lined up for you, as always. Coming up, we'll be hitting up on some local sports, some baseball regular season games is still squeezed in there, some softball regular season season games as well and we'll get you updated on the uh, postseason from yesterday opening round games of regional play in baseball and softball and we get you up to date for the action is scheduled for today and we already have a, a couple of postponements I would expect some more later on and mm-hmm. rain still in the forecast for today I know it rained a little bit early early this morning yes. and so that kind of wet the fields a little bit and uh, the rain of forecast as well, uh, causing some issues with postseason play already. And so uh, we'll tell you about all that coming up here in a little bit. We'll hit up on uh, some uh, Major League Baseball. We'll take a whip around from uh, last night, everything uh, that happened uh, there. We'll also hit up on uh, the uh, NBA uh, well, NBA playoffs, there was no games uh, last night, but there was some NBA news that dropped mm-hmm. uh, just this morning. So uh, we'll explore the uh, Doc Rivers firing there in uh, Philadelphia, and we'll get to the Stanley Cup of playoffs, uh, game uh, seven last night with the uh, Stars and Kraken. And ah, 
disappointing way to uh, end the season uh, there for Seattle. But uh, the conference finals are set in basketball that start tonight, and they're set in the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. And, of course, whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Treasure Show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in uh, some sort of uh, fashion. Of course, find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast platforms as well as on the website fmradio.com and uh, check it out over uh, there. And also, uh, thanks to McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Web Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank for sponsoring the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. So we got a lot to get to here today, so uh, let's go ahead and let's just jump right into it and uh, let's get it started with what we always uh, start off the show with, and that is, of course, First Things First. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're starting off in high school uh, sports as it came down uh, yesterday and actually came in through late in the show and I wanted to do more research on uh, the uh, topic as uh, some major changes coming to high school basketball next season. That's right, we're not even finished up with baseball and uh, softball yet, but uh, we got some rule changes that will be affecting all high schools across not just Illinois, Indiana, but all across the United States as uh, the uh, in let's see the NF uh, CHS has uh, came down with some uh, uh, rule changes that will affect uh, teams starting next season and the uh, significant thing here is that they are eliminating one and one free throws and uh, changing bonus free throws as well and de facto uh, getting rid of the uh, one and one in high school basketball as uh, the uh, bonus will take into effect with the five team fouls in the quarters and they'll reset after every quarter and uh, the uh, bonus will now not just involve one and one that's done it's two automatic free throws when you're in the uh, five foul bonus there there are also some other uh small uh changes about uh, where uh, Mm -hmm. you can position your out of bounds plays and whatnot as well but that's uh the most significant thing here and ihsa of course follows the uh, nfhs rules and they will be adopting this and so uh, some significant changes coming to high school basketball starting this upcoming season so uh Big changes coming to uh, high school basketball. Hate it. Hates it. Hates rule changes. Hates. I just don't. You're you're taking away, and and the reasoning behind it, Travis, is well, we want to limit injury for rebounding. Well, then why don't mm-hmm. we just not have rebounding at all? <laughs> just go ahead. Whenever someone puts a shot up, we'll just blow a whistle. We'll stop play. We'll see if it goes in. If it goes in, great. If it doesn't, we'll do a jump ball for the ball. Right. Like let's just let's let's just make it super simple here. 
Yes, and <laughs> it's sports. Uh, it's a high-contact sport, so injuries uh, will happen. But, uh, yes, that is one of the uh, National Rules Committee uh, rationale uh, for changing this. Uh, there's a high risk of injury for rebounds during uh, free throws and uh, uh, also uh, the uh, resetting of the fouls, uh, the rationale there was it could improve the game flow better. So uh, kind of two rationale reasons, reasonings for making these, uh, these rule changes. Yeah, and like you said, previously teams would be awarded one, um, a, a bonus free throw uh, when their opponent committed seven fouls and a half. Now it will be five fouls and a quarter, and the fouls will reset at the end of each quarter. Um Again, I I don't care about game flow. I don't care about, as the NFHS Director of Sports and Liaison to the Basketball Rules Committee said, well, additionally, resetting the fouls each quarter will improve game flow, and it will help teams better get set for their um, their play. I, I don't want that. Like, let's play basketball. Yeah, they are tweaking. Allow teams to adjust their play by not carrying foul totals to quarters two and four. That's part of the game. Yeah, and that's kind of just what happens. It doesn't happen right. every game, but uh, that's just kind of what happens. Sometimes that we've seen uh, teams get into the bonuses super quick in the one and one at least, and we're shooting one-on-one free throws or bonus free throws uh, for the majority of the uh, second quarter, but that's just kind of what happens sometimes. Now, let me ask you this, Travis, because I thought of this whenever I, I you approached me about this, and I did some more research uh, this morning as well about it. Is this getting us a step closer to doing away with quarters in basketball? Yeah, that's definitely uh, another, another option. I mean, because... In college, it's just halves, correct? Yeah, or you could go the other way, and college could adopt the quarters. Um, I know women's yeah. basketball yeah. does that, obviously, in college. But right. I think it's, it's just weird to go from quarters to half to quarter. Right. And now, all across the, the nation, yeah. it's uh, eliminating one-on-one free throws, but they still do one-on-one free throws in college. Right. So... <laughs> I don't understand. It's not universal I, 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 uh, role playing there. Again and again, what is it? I think maybe two to five percent of the athletes at the high school level will play college basketball. I mean, that's it, it, it may be a little higher than that, but I think that's roughly where we're at. Yeah. But even so, we're going to be teaching these kids hey, you don't have to battle for that rebound. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Right. Because because there's not an and one. So you can just rest on every first free throw. Yeah. It's going to confuse the kids. Might, and it definitely will take an adjustment to get used to. Yeah. So I mean, and it, it's going to confuse the scorers, too, because they're used to keeping track of fouls for a half. Yeah. Now it's for a quarter each. Mm-hmm. It's going to be confusing for me whenever I'm trying to keep track of my game yeah, when we're broadcasting. Adjustment, yeah. Of no, wait a minute, we reset the free, we reset the fouls. We're going mm-hmm. backwards yeah. to the start of the second quarter. I, I just, I'm not a fan of this at all. Whoever thought this was a good idea, 
needs to go back, and it's probably the same person who thought it was a good idea to eliminate North-South in Illinois football postseason. <laughs> and then they uh, retracted that uh, as well. Maybe they'll but... retract this too. Eh, I can I... hope. You maybe can hope, but I don't see that uh, being a possibility. Uh, the two things that I saw on uh, social media uh, yesterday was that uh, maybe this uh, rule change isn't uh, completely uh, surprising, but one thing that was surprising here in Illinois is that the uh, shot clock didn't come first. You potentially could have uh, the shot clock being universal. It's only experimental mm-hmm. uh, starting last season and uh, whatnot, so they were surprised that the shot clock didn't come first before uh, you switch to uh, this uh, new rule change. But uh, Mr. Uh, Executive Director Craig Anderson of the IHSA uh, said that part of it is injuries caused while competing for rebounds on missed one-and-ones. According to their research, it's a safety-driven thing, and we support it. So the IHSA will follow that rule, according to Executive Director mm-hmm. Craig Anderson. Uh, there again not a fan and another thing that it does is like you know it kind of making it hard to come back because <laughs> you know now teams are shooting a two automatic uh free throws whereas you know you were in the one-on-one you could potentially miss that free throw and you could potentially uh, come back mm-hmm. more easily uh there so it's gonna kind of penalize those teams that uh, can have the ability to come from behind. So maybe make it a little bit more difficult. Of course, the one thing that uh, solves that is just make your free throws. Right. And you can close out games. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. That's just simple. work on a few uh, few hours after practice mm-hmm. or a few hours in the, in the summer. And, well, more than a few hours. but Eight this. <laughs> Eric hates it. Eight it. It does not like change. And I don't mind change when it's for the better. Travis, who does this benefit? Who is this helping? Well, again, the rationale is the injuries. I mean, no. No. Mm-mm. That's their I'm not buying uh, it. That's their reasoning there. Well, they can say it's so. their reasoning all they want, but it's wrong. <laughs> uh, and so we'll have to uh, learn to get used to it because it's going to be implemented very, very soon, very, very soon by that, it's starting next season. So uh, that was kind of a bombshell to uh, be a dropping at the end of the uh, school year uh, there of that some major changes coming to high school basketball as we know it and eliminating one-on-one free throws and resetting of the common fouls. Travis, so, I'm going to forget about this. I know. I'm going to forget about this because we are three months away from exactly. football. Exactly. You're three months away from football, and then, you know, we're five or six months away from uh, basketball, so there'll have to be a refresh, and we'll have to revisit this topic nope, uh, when, we, to. uh, when we get closer to the basketball season, and uh, we'll definitely have to be getting some uh, thoughts from our area coaches about uh, these rule changes that will be affecting teams going forward starting nope. next season i refuse to abide by this <laughs> well you can refuse but uh, i don't think uh, all the teams are going to have a choice but to uh, follow this I'll due petition. to uh, i'm gonna start i just say rules all right i just say you start that uh pre- petition and we'll see how many uh signatures 
we can gain yep. uh, from that. So uh, big changes that coming into high school basketball season next year. So uh, we'll keep with the uh, local theme and we'll take a look at some uh, local baseball and uh, softball scores uh, from yesterday, opening up uh, the uh, postseason play. And we'll take a look at uh, the uh, schedule for today, weather permitting, coming up next here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. Things are moving right along at JNR Collision Centers in Teotopolis. We are finishing up the transition of our newest location at 1424 East Fayette Avenue. If you have an accident, let us guide you through the repair process. We can assist you with your insurance claim, regardless of the insurance company, and ensure a timely, safe, and proper repair. Please stop by our newest location on Fayette Avenue and let us show you what customer service and quality are all about. JNR Collision Centers, now with five locations to assist with all your collision repair needs. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lenny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, now here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. 
It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9, the game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out alongside. And uh, we just got done talking about the uh, rule changes coming to high school basketball. So uh, let's keep with the uh, local flavor, the uh, local theme, and uh, let's get to uh, some local baseball and uh, softball that happened uh, from yesterday. And we'll start off into some regular season matchups, squeezing in one last games before we get to a regional play. And it was Altamont getting the win over Edwards County by the final of a 13-2-4 in high school baseball yesterday. As Altamont got things started with four in the first inning, they picked up another run in the second. They got three more in the third and the fifth innings. They picked up two more insurance runs there in the seventh inning. Edwards County, they had runs in the first, second, and two in the sixth as well. Contributions from nearly everyone here in the lineup for the Indians as 12 of the 13 RBIs were accredited here. Uh, it was Robinson leading the way. He was three for four at the plate, and he also had a home run and four RBIs as well. Uh, Earhart, he had three RBIs and a home run in his own right as well. Eli Miller and Kaden Miller, they both had a two RBIs apiece, and we also had uh, Cornette get credited with an RBI as well for the Indians and everybody getting in and getting a plate appearance there or just an appearance in the game. Uh, it was Hamer getting the win on the mound. He only went one inning, giving up a hit, one earned run, two walks, and a two uh, strikeouts as well. Uh, Phillips, Robbins, and Eli Miller came in and all pitched in relief for the Indians. So uh, Altamont gets a win there before they begin regional play later on this week. It was Newton getting the win over North Clay, uh, shutting him out two to nothing. There, it was normal community over Muhammad Seymour, 9-3. It was Lincoln over Jacksonville, 5-0. Charleston over Champaign Central, 4-1. And Piasol defeated Harding Calhoun by the final of 4-3. In the uh, regional play in uh, Class 1A, we had uh, South Central Regional. We had Dietrich getting the win over Cisnia by the final of 4 to one, so uh, Detroit gets a postseason win. They uh, scored two in the bottom of the second inning. They also picked up other runs in the fourth and a fifth inning. Uh, Sisney's lone run came in the sixth, and they only had four hits in the entire game. As Westendorf gets the win on the mound for the Maroons, he goes five and a third inning, giving up three hits, one earned run, five walks, but nine strikeouts. Offensively, uh, Burgeon, he had two RBIs. Uh, Britton and Nieberge had the other RBIs credited for Dietrich as they advance on in the South Central bracket. In uh, the Brownstown Regional, it was the seventh seed at CHPC uh, getting the win over Ramsey by the final of a 16-2-1 here 
as uh, CHBC, they picked up 12 runs in the third inning alone, and they added four more in the uh, fourth, and it was a great offensive output there for uh, the uh, Bobcats uh, there. And let's see here, Ruff, he had uh, three RBIs to uh, pace the attack, and Lorton also added two RBIs as well, and Radloff added two RBIs at the dish as well. So uh, CHBC advances on. They're in a Brownstown later on this week. The Neoga Regional saw Casey get the win over the eight seed Central A&M by the final of 11 to a three. It was the five seed Cumberland shutting out the 11 seed Martinsville 18 to nothing. The Tuscola Regional it was the 10 seed Tuscola pulling off the uh, seed upset over the nine seed Tri County by the final of a three to two. In the Argenta Regional, it was Argenta, the eighth seed, picking up the win over the 10 seed Decatur LSA, a three to one. South Fork Regional is the five seed of Villa Grove over the 11 seed Heritage, nine to six. In the Cisna Park Regional, it was the seven seed Fisher winning over the ninth seed Farmer City Blue Ridge, 12 to nothing. In the Class 2A uh, Greenville Regional, it was the uh, six seed Totopolis getting the win over the ninth seed uh, Van Adelia in uh, that one, as it was the shoes picking up three in the bottom of the third. They also added another run in the fourth. Uh, the Vandals' lone run came in the uh, sixth, and they got one run on five hits. Only six hits on the side of uh, Tatopoulos, but uh, they come out with the win, and both pitchers went the distance here. Uh, Lawson went the distance there for the uh, shoes. He went all seven innings, giving up five hits, one run. It wasn't earned. Two walks and eight strikeouts. Uh, well went on the other side for the Vandals. He went all six innings. He could six hits, four runs, six walks, and five strikeouts. The line for Mr. Well. Uh, three RBIs were credited here for the shoes. They go to a Craig Seamer um, and the other Seamer there as well. I apologize. I only have first names there uh. on the box scores. Uh, but Topless, uh, they move on in uh, regional play later on uh, this week. Uh, Newton Regional, it was the 8th seed Marshall over the 10th seed Robinson, 9-6. 7th seed Paris over the 11 OPH, 4-1. Uh, Roxana Regional is East Alton Wood River, the 10th seed over the 9th seed Staunton, 7 nothing, And it was the 8th seed Roxana over the 11th seed Hillsborough, 2-1. Carmine White County Regional is Fairfield over the 11th seed McLeansboro, Hamilton County, 5-4. Piasaw Regional is the 9th seed Auburn over the 6th seed North Mac, 10-7. And it was the 5th seed in New Berlin with the win over the 11th seed Litchfield, 4-2. Sullivan Regional is 10th seed Pena. Over the eighth seed, Arthur Lovington, Howard Hammond, eight to seven. In softball, uh, we had uh, some regular season matchups here. We had Odin getting the win over Altamont, a four to two. It was FEM getting the win over Alney by the final of a two to one, and this went into extra innings to do it. It took eight innings to uh, complete this one, uh, but FEM gets the win. They scored a one run in the uh, first, and that was all the scoring all the way up until the uh, seventh when Alney tied it there in the top of that, and then FEM walked it off in the bottom of the eighth inning uh, there as it was uh, Altoff getting the win in relief as she goes the final two innings, giving up three hits, one run, it wasn't earned, and three strikeouts. Uh, Armstrong got the start in the circle. Uh, she went six innings, giving up five hits, no earned runs, one walk in, five strikeouts. The two RBIs were credited there to 
uh, Boone and Donaldson uh, there for Effingham as they uh, get the walk-off victory overall in the yesterday. As Mount Zion getting the win over Normal uh, West 2-1. to one. Muhammad with a win over Danville 6-5. And Lincoln shuts out Decatur MacArthur 13 to nothing in the uh, uh, regional play in 1A. It was in the KZ regional. It was the six seed Central A&M over the nine seed CHBC eight to nothing. Megan Meridian regional is the seven seed Arcola over the nine seed Decatur St. Teresa 10 to two. Hayworth regional is the eight seed Farmer City Blue Ridge over the 10 seed Champaign St. Thomas More 16 to one. And the Topless regional is the nine seed Pena over the eight seed Paris 5-4. Sullivan Regional is the 6 seed Shelbyville over the 10 seed of Bismarck, Kenny, Rocheville, Anvil, 7 to 3. 5 seed Sullivan defeats Fithian Oakwood, the 11 seed, 12 to 0. Flora Regional is the 9 seed Lawrenceville over the 7 seed Vandalia, 13 6. Greenville Regional is the 8 seed Litchfield over the 10 seed Hillsboro, 7 2. 5 seed Staunton over the 11 Greenville, 15 to nothing. Bloomington and Central Catholic Regional is the 9 seed Clinton over the 8 seed Monticello, 6 4. Murrow Forsyth Regional is the 7 seed Arthur over the 10 seed Saragordo, 15 to nothing. And that wraps up uh, the uh, postseason play of four yesterday from our area. Mm-hmm. Local sports uh, schedule today, uh, weather permitting in uh, baseball. We got Newton matching up with Altamont, Olney at Mount Vernon, FEM at Highland, Muhammad Seymour at Normal West, and Mattoon is at Lincoln uh, there. And we also have in uh, softball, we have Marion at Olney, and Effingham is at Mount Vernon. In a postseason play uh, today at uh, the Altamont Regional in 1A, we got the two-seed Edwards County taking on the ninth-seed St. Elmo Brownstown at 430. South Central Regional, the number one seed South Central taking on the seventh-seed Weber. That's at 4 o'clock. Hudsonville Regional, that was uh, supposed to happen in today, but we do already know that the uh, three-seed of Cumberland was supposed to take on the seventh-seed Oblong at 6 o'clock. Well, that has already been moved to uh, tomorrow at the uh, same time mm-hmm. as well. So uh, that game has been moved. We haven't heard anything about the uh, game number one with Windsor's two straws against Hudsonville uh, for 30, but the, that's still on. As of now, we just have confirmation of that Cumberland-Oblong game Correct. being moved. Uh, in the uh, KZ Westfield Regionals, the top seed KZ there against the six seed Central A&M at 430, and then following that, it's the four seed Dietrich against the five seed Oka Valley at 6 o'clock. Macon Meridian Regional, the two seed Leroy will take on the seven seed Arcola at 430. Following that game, it's the four seed Macon Meridian against the five seed at Tuscola. Hayworth Regional is the number one overall seed. Hayworth against the eight seed Farmer City Blue Ridge at 430. Villa Grove Regional it's the one Villa Grove up against the nine seed Heritage at 430. Following that game, four seed Watsika against the eight seed at Tri County at six o'clock. Class two A Flora Regional the top seed at Newton they're against the nine seed Lawrenceville at four o'clock and then the four seed Flora against the six seed Robinson at six o'clock. Greenville Regional, the two-seed Salem against the eight-seed Litchfield at 4.30. Totopolis Regional, the number one overall seed as St. Anthony in that regional against the nine-seed Pena at 4.30. Sullivan Regional, the two-seed Marshall against the six-seed Shelbyville at 4.30. Three-seed St. Joe Ogden against the five-seed Sullivan at 6 o'clock. Bloomington Central Catholic Regional, the two-seed Normal University against the nine-seed Clinton at 4.30. 
Moreau Forsyth Regional, the number one seed at Tolono Unity against the seven seed Arthur at 430. And uh, the four seed Warrensburg Latham against the five seed Moreau Forsyth following that game at six o'clock. And the West Frankfurt Regional, the four seed Mount Carmel against the five seed West Frankfurt at four o'clock. And we also have a, a tennis match as well between Effingham and Shelbyville, of course, all weather permitting uh, mm-hmm. there. So follow along to the websites if we have any other cancellations uh, to uh, tell you about. We'll have it over on the local sports tab over on the uh, website with the uh, local sports results for Monday, May 15th. That's where to uh, find the uh, schedule and the scores from yesterday on the website. All right, so uh, let's keep the theme going here, and let's keep it with uh, baseball and softball as, uh, well, just baseball. Let's talk about some Major League Baseball from uh, last night. It was Shohei Otani Day. He almost hit for the cycle. And the St. Louis Cardinals, well, they might be back. They might be all the way back. So hopefully you will come back to hear that coming up next. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Get your garden growing strong with 11% off at Menards. Nourish your garden this year with Schultz Plant Food. It's a slow-release formula that feeds your plants and gardens for up to three months. Choose from a variety of three-and-a-half-pound bags of Schultz Granular Plant Food for just $3.99 each after 11% rebate. Good through May 21st. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je t'aime, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. And now, the starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. As Travis said, the Cardinals are back, but one guy who will not be returning is Dylan Carlson. As he'll be out of the lineup, he was out of the lineup yesterday, and the Cardinals say that he is day-to-day. 
after spraining his ankle against Boston on Sunday. Carlson told reporters that he's, quote, just trying to be as proactive as possible, end quote. The 24-year-old is hitting 230 with two home runs and 12 RBIs this season. The Bulls will find out their 2023 NBA draft fate during the lottery tonight. France's Victor Wambanaima is widely expected to be the first player selected in June's NBA draft, and the Bulls have an outside chance at him. Chicago has a 1.8% chance of landing the number one pick. So you say there's a chance. The Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs are tied for the best odds for the selection. If Chicago's pick is not in the top four, the pick goes to Orlando. Tonight's lottery begins at 7 p.m. in Chicago. Travis, it's in Chicago. I'm feeling the vibes from the Blackhawks coming over to the Bulls. Give the Bulls the number one overall pick. Let's do it. The Bears are locking down their offensive tackle of the future. Chicago signed first-round lineman Darnell Wright to his rookie deal yesterday. The Bears selected Wright with their 10th overall pick in last month's NFL draft. The Bears also signed third-round defensive tackle Zach Pickens and fourth-round wide receiver Tyler Scott to rookie contracts yesterday. As well, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are adding to their highly touted 2024 recruiting class by getting a linebacker as well. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and Our Reads. Uh, today, I have to mark down uh, that uh, that one for a future oh, do uh, reference with the uh, pronunciation of the. Uh, I know you one. like that. One Bob. Wambanyama. I think that's how you say it. Wambanyana. <laughs> I think that's how they say it. And, uh, I couldn't read the it that Bulls. fast. My the mouth Bulls and my eyes weren't connected. Better not get the number one pick. 1.8% chance, Travis. You say there's otherwise, a chance we're going to get it. Otherwise, the NBA's uh, rigged uh, there. Unlike the NHL. I forgot that the draft lottery tonight. Uh, was tonight. I saw an article that said the most anticipated draft lottery in 20 years. So you're comparing this kid mm-hmm. to LeBron. Yeah, I know he's a highly uh, sought-after prospect uh, there with uh, some guard handles and just he's got – the height and the length, uh, of course, as well. Just a can't-miss prospect, and we'll see who could potentially be a drafting him in the lottery. Or who could uh, miss tonight. it? Yeah, who will miss out? Uh, let's uh, talk more uh, baseball here as we uh, continue as the uh, Cardinals. They're back. They win uh, over the Brewers 18-2-1, and Nolan Arenado is back. Four straight home runs, including one in the uh, first inning last night, and just put a drub in on the Brewers, eighteen to one. Is this the team that we have to be for the NL Central crown? Eighteen to one, the biggest output, of course, from the Cardinals this season offensively. And Jack Flaherty pitched awesome as well. Twenty nineteen, Jack Flaherty. Um, Travis. Mm-hmm. Gonna rain on your parade? Nope, nope. Yes, I am. No rain today. We have the umbrella out. I'm gonna say it right here on a Tuesday, May sixteenth, twenty twenty-three, eleven thirty-eight. The St. Louis Cardinals are going to the postseason. We're making the playoffs. We're turning this around. You got ten runs off of Gus Varland, Travis. Who? Exactly my point. In the eighth inning, we're doing exactly what we need to do there. We're beating up on, uh, in uh, Varlin only six... gave up nine runs. Oh, I'm sorry. You did get six runs off Peralta. I'll give you that. Flaherty looked good. He had 10 Ks. Seven hits. Or seven innings. Three only. Three yep. hits. No looked runs. good with Contreras behind the plate mm-hmm. calling the pitches. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I, I will not. Nolan Gorman had a homer. Oh, yes. Kinzer had a homer. Yes. Which is the worst thing you could have. Well, yes, uh, that is kind of true of him doing good things. But uh, that was an oddity. And we maybe could have had history last night as uh, Andrew Kisner is the first known player in MLB history to enter game as a pitch runner and then hit a grand slam mm-hmm. off a position player in the same inning. So he gets in as a pitch runner, and he hits a grand slam the very same inning, not to mention it was off a position player, but uh, still uh, as a pitch runner and still ends up hitting a grand slam. Travis, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you're happy today as opposed to this time last week. This time last week it was batting down the hatches. The season is over, and – one week has completely changed your mind. Mm-hmm. You're still six and a half back in the central. You're still in last place in the central. It's okay. Just want to point that out. Um, it's okay. We got, we got time. Also, why is there only 78% people there at Bush, which is supposed to be the greatest baseball stadium ever with the greatest baseball fans ever, take on the number one you know team in the league? Um in the central it was, so a, it was a monday night and i don't know if there was a good promotional item last night oh well we can't show up if we don't get stuff it's a monday night we're, we're still in school so we're, we're still with finals this week for some people so we can't keep the the kids out of school they're almost done so we we, we can't have a 100 percent capacity every night yeah i think Sorry. st louis comes back to reality tonight travis um Back to reality. No, I, I, in all honesty, no. You should win tonight against Wade Miley. It depends on what Jordan Montgomery shows up. Yeah. And that, to me, Travis, that is going to be the question. Last night was good. But as you well, mentioned on this show yesterday morning, it was Contreras' first game back at Bush after all this drama happened. The emotion, just like at Wrigley, was there. I guess so. Does it carry? I think so. It's easy to pitch loose when you get spotted six runs in the first two innings. Yeah, I, definitely I'm, no doubt. And they were only spot. He was only spotted four. Either way, it's easy to pitch <laughs> loose when you have a lead. Sure. Absolutely. Let's see this Cardinal no, team get down that. and see how they respond. We have been down. We've been down for the last month and a half. I know, and, and you haven't responded. We're, we're responding with uh, two out of three against the Cubs, a sweep of the Red Sox, and an absolute drubbing of the Brewers last night. So I think this team is responding to the adversity that we've had at the start of this season. And what it's just going to come down to is we're going to look back on this and this comeback that we're going to go on. That This was just a rough month. It was a rough patch, mm-hmm. and we worked our way through it. And we've talked about it, that the Central – isn't the isn't, no. most daunting division, mm-hmm. so it's not mm-hmm. out of the realm of possibility. I know it looks bleak now, but um, we, might, ex- we may have turned it around. Your expectation for this series, Travis, should be take two out of three. Yeah. I don't think oh, you're going to get Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not expecting a sweep or anything. It would just be huge to take another series two out of three, no doubt. And, and like you said, that does get you positive momentum. Now, as we have talked about on this show multiple times, you got four more against the Dodgers coming up soon. Mm-hmm. But then the St. Louis schedule gets pretty easy. Yeah. After that, you got Cincinnati, Cleveland, Kansas City. And then June, Pittsburgh doesn't look like a challenge like it once Not was. Anymore, the yeah. Rangers don't look tough like it once 
was possibly. Then you're back at Cincinnati. San Francisco, New York Mets, that doesn't look difficult. Washington doesn't look difficult. Chicago for two in London. Who knows? It's London. Yeah. June 27th, Travis take on Houston for three, followed by the Yankees for three. That's your next real test. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing this up to say, if we look back, Travis, on June 26th, when we come in here to do that show, June 26th, after the England-London series, and the Cardinals are off that day. If you look back at that stretch of games I just said with a losing record, then no, you have not righted this ship. I don't care where you are in the standings. Those are teams you should be taking two out of three in every single series. Well, yeah, that's that's no doubt. But Which would give baseball. you a winning record against those teams. Yeah, and we would uh, most likely be above 500 at that point. Yeah. So if you have a losing I'll – even, I'll even say this, Travis. If we look back at the end of May, I'll give you the Dodgers series. We'll throw that one out from – Cincinnati on the 22nd through the end of May, if you do not have a winning record in those nine games, you have not turned it around. Mm -hmm. If you cannot win five out of nine from the Reds, the Guardians, and the Royals, then you're doing – it hasn't been corrected. Right. Um, you know, it is in Cincinnati, so I like our changes there at Great American Ballpark. It's uh, just a hitters, good hitters park there. Guardians, we haven't really been to Cleveland all that often, so they're not really a, a juggernaut by any means. But, you know, the Royals, they are what they are. And then Pittsburgh, we, we do have some success there as well. And like you said, they're not as daunting no. as what they have That's been. That's why I'm so. saying, if you don't have a winning record after that stretch of games – you haven't turned it around. Yeah. And and we'll look back on this stretch as a blip in an otherwise bad season. Yeah. Let's or be- we could have this last month that we've been on a blimp on a long season. Travis, it's four games. Mm-hmm. You've played well for six. Mm-hmm. But... You can't have the start back to 500 before you put together the string of wins and get get it going here for a little bit of a stretch. But this Cardinals team, I can only go off of what I've seen thus far this season. Mm-hmm. And thus far this season, it's not a good Cardinal team. Yeah, for the first month. And we'll see how it is the, the rest of the way. And Says the guy who wanted his manager fired a week ago. Oh, I still mind you, um, mind you, audience. Oh yeah, but that's how quickly life changes. Like, I still am not crazy about uh, the manager Oliver Marmol, especially uh, with the uh, explanation uh, that he gave in the post game of uh, Contreras's presence behind the plate. Uh, said that him and Flaherty they worked really well together on plans moving forward for Contreras. He will be an everyday catcher. We're a lot better that way. Well, funny how that changes in a uh, week's time. So uh, there you go. Not only am I changing my mind, apparently uh, the manager changes his mind a uh, week out as well. Yep. Jordan Montgomery I'm matching up with Wade Miley tonight here on 98.9. Just running back, same start time for the pregame, 5 of 50 here on 98.9. And last night, also the Astros, they beat the Cubbies 6-4. Uh, Bregman 
hits a home run that lifts Houston to the win over the Cubbies. And Cody Bellinger goes out with an injury as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's the more bad news if you're Chicago. You expected to go into this series and lose, so the loss isn't what hurts you. It's Cody Bellinger, who's, like we said, been playing some really good baseball mm-hmm. in Chicago, yeah. goes down with an injury, and that's that hurts. Yeah, that's an insult to injury mm-hmm. uh, there. Uh, the uh, Yankees, they get the win over the uh, Blue Jays last night in a 7-2-4. Aaron Judge, he homers twice, but uh, a lot of things have been uh, talked about uh, today about uh, Judge taking a quick peek into the dugout. Maybe not exactly a quick peek, but glancing over at the uh, Yankees dugout and then hitting a home run not too long after that. And I would say a slider right in the middle of the plate against a guy that just hit 62 home runs, but could be suspicious looking over there at the dugout. I wouldn't think that the Yankees would be that dumb after not too long ago, the Astros getting busted on some cheating scandals. But, hey, he's glancing over at the dugout. He brushed it off in the post game. He said that he just heard some chirping on the dugout when they were already up 6 nothing at that point or they already had a good lead. In the game, just something to monitor. Aaron Judge, looking on the dugout, should be looking at the pitcher. Just saying. Uh, the Angels and Shohei Otani, he goes uh, seven innings and almost goes for the cycle, and he also reaches base five times, and he also had a moonshot home run as well as the Angels went over Baltimore nine and two of five last night. Uh, the uh, Nationals, uh, they get the win over the Mets 10-3. to uh, The Red Sox, they're stumbling after getting swept by the uh, Cardinals. Well, they lose to the Mariners as well. And Cal Raleigh, he's the first catcher in uh, uh, Fenway history to homer on both sides of the plate as well. So, catchers making history last night. Braves get the uh, shutout 12-0. to uh, nothing. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. also hitting him Bomb as well. Rockies 98 over the uh, Reds. Uh, the Diamondbacks get the win over the A's uh, five to two. Uh, Padres uh, shut out the Royals four to nothing. We always kind of make a joke about it, but Michael Walker he had a no hitter going into the eighth inning and also struck out 11 batters as well as he gets the win there. There's the Giants six to three over the uh, Phillies thanks to Michael Conforto's three run homer. And the Dodgers, they went in a wild one there, high-scoring a fair 9-8 over the Twins in 12 innings as they went on the old good old walk-off, bases-loaded walk there. Let's take a quick peek at today's schedule. Any good matchups out there? German for the Yankees against Gossman for the Blue Jays. Luis Castillo going for Seattle. Justin Verlander going for the Mets as they take on the Rays. Start that series there. Justin Steele on the mound. So Cubbies, you might have a chance tonight against Christian Javier. That game's on TBS even as well. Shane Bieber uh, with the Guardians starting a series in Chicago. Lance Lynn will be a pitching uh, there for Chicago. Um, and it looks like Zach Wheeler going tonight. Alex Cobb against the Giants. Uh, Clayton Kershaw going tonight for the Dodgers, I believe. And I believe he's going to still pitch. And I thought I read that he just lost a family member, his mother, I think. But he's still going to go out and pitch tonight. So maybe a sprinkle a little bit of entertainment on Clayton Kershaw tonight, like having like the best game of his career, uh, potentially pulling a Brett Favre out there. Uh, so we'll have to see 
uh, about that later on tonight. And it's Dinger Tuesday, so we got to get you uh, someone that's going to hit a home run tonight. So uh, we'll get to that in the pod, but we need to close things down here. And let's talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night and the uh, Doc Rivers firing as well. We might have to continue that in the pod, but uh, let's uh, close things out here. Coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's going to be caught! And for a touchdown! No! On 98.9 The Game. No! Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the uh, game. Only here on 98.9 for just say a little bit longer. Well, let's uh, close out of the uh, program and getting into uh, the uh, playoffs in the uh, NHL and NBA. And the Doc Rivers firing as well. We'll have to discuss that in the uh, pod. Uh, but last night, game seven, this was a hockey game for sure as it was a low scoring Affair as it was a scoreless first period. Uh, Dallas uh, picked up uh, a goal there in the uh, second period, and then they led two to nothing in the third. And then the Kraken scored with like 18 seconds left or something crazy uh, like that. And they thought that they potentially uh, tied the game, or I think that was just the the goal, the first one of the game. Uh, for uh, Seattle and uh, Jake Ottinger had a, a great game between the pipes for the Stars. What exactly you want uh, in a game seven? He had 22 saves uh, last night, and so uh, the Kraken pushed to a game seven, but they fall in uh, Dallas last night, and uh, their season uh, comes to a close on the doorstep, the premises of a conference final appearance. But it will not to be for the Kraken. And uh, so uh, the uh, Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals are uh, set over in the East. And that'll start on Thursday, game one between the Panthers and Hurricanes, 7 o'clock on TNT. And then on a Friday, it will be uh, game number one with the Stars in Las Vegas to take on the uh, Golden Knights 
in the Western Conference Finals for Game 1. That's 7.30 on ESPN. So we're down to the Final Four in the Stanley Cup. Who's going to hoist the greatest trophy in all of sports? The Stanley Cup at the end of the next couple weeks. We'll have to see as it's been a pretty chaotic postseason so far for the uh, NHL. And uh, tonight, uh, the NBA was off last night, obviously, with the Western and Eastern Conference Finals set. But the Western Conference Finals will uh, take place tonight after the NBA draft lottery uh, announcement. And the uh, Lakers and the Nuggets matching up here at 730 on ESPN. And currently right now, the uh, Nuggets are six-point favorites in uh, this one. Of course, as it's LeBron and AD against Jokic and Murray and uh, company. And uh, there was a uh, discussion today on a first take before they broke with the uh, Doc Rivers news and went off towards that direction of uh, who needs a ring more still left in the uh, playoffs. And looking at these two teams right here, LeBron needs another one for his legacy. Some people like Eric and I not counting the bubble ring. And he needs to put one on his resume. AD, for that matter, needs to put one on his resume as well. He doesn't have one if LeBron doesn't have one in the bubble. And Jokic, two-time MVP. And uh, everyone thought that they were the better team in the bubble that season, but obviously it didn't get it done. And so he needs a ring as well to submit himself as one of the better players in the league and legitimize himself as one of the best in the league with a ring uh, for him. Of course, on the other side with the Heat, he got Jimmy Butler. Uh, he needs a ring. Uh, and Jason Tatum as well could submit himself as a Boston Celtic legend there by winning a ring especially with the last game that he had in a game seven against philadelphia and hey speaking of philadelphia we'll talk more about it in the pod but docker rivers is a scent packing he's cleaning out his desk his office today as the 76ers after another game seven to defeat for doc rivers he's a great coach but you just can't get it done in game sevens and uh due to some uh falling short in the playoffs, year after year, uh, Philadelphia has decided to cut ties and dismiss Doc Rivers, according to Adrian Wojnarowski this morning. That news just hitting just two days after Philadelphia. Maybe it wasn't just because they lost in Game 7. It's just that they got blown out and played terrible in that third quarter. And now Doc Rivers out looking for a job and we never really discussed it on the show because it happened over the weekend but Monty Williams as well also getting let go by the uh, Phoenix Suns as well so two really good coaches there getting the axe this season uh, towards the end here for the NBA so Philadelphia looking for a new coach as well as the Suns going to be looking for a new coach in the offseason there to come. And we'll discuss Doc Rivers more in the pod. We'll also get to a Dinger Tuesday as well coming up. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. And don't forget, St. Louis Cardinal Baseball later tonight. Wade Miley, Jordan Montgomery, 550 pregame right here on 98.9. We'll catch you in the pod and stay tuned for Fitz and Harry.
Thanks for listening to The Starting Lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back into the starter lineup. Welcome into the overtime of the starter lineup. Coming up here for you, we just got some random news and notes yep. for you, and it's also Dinger Tuesday. It is as well. So I got to get to that and tell you who's hitting a home run. Patrick Corbin today. got the win last night too. By the way, he did. I didn't even check that. I know the Nats got the win, but yep. Yeah, Pat, well, Patrick good Corbin for him. got the win. Yep. Now good. two and six on the season. Good for him. <laughs> I don't know quite how he did. Uh, I don't know. Six innings, two earned, Travis. One K, mm-hmm. one walk. How about that? So that's good for him. Good outing. Yep. Good on him. Just, <laughs> just to annoy you. Yes, but luckily I didn't have any entertainment. On that's right. Yesterday, so. All right, so. Uh, let's just get to some uh, news and notes here okay. on the um, program. Is there anything on sports in there that you want to Yeah, add? the Blue Devils are getting back one of their top scorers from last season. Duke guard Jeremy Roach is set to return to school following his withdrawal from the NBA draft. So there is I saw that. that. Um, and then the Liberty are locking up one of the top players in the WNBA. New York has signed Sabrina Inescu to a multi-year contract extension through the 2025 season. General Manager Jonathan Cobb said in a statement, quote, Sab has quickly become synonymous with the Liberty franchise, and we look forward to their continued success in New York for many years to come. New York begins the regular season Friday night at the Washington Mystics. Mm. There you go. There you go. All I got for Sports Center. All you got. But not all we got for the WNBA, right? Yeah, so apparently the uh, Las Vegas Aces are losing their first-round pick, and they're also suspending uh, uh, Coach Becky Hammond mm-hmm. as well. For two uh, games. They're losing their 2025 first-round draft pick and suspended Coach Becky Hammond for two games following an investigation that found the franchise violated league rules regarding impermissible player benefits and workplace policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aces already don't have a 2024 first-round selection because of a trade, and, and now they're losing out on a 2025 first-round pick, and Becky Hammond is gone for two games. Yep. Uh, the league investigated uh, – well, okay, here's the whole yep. thing. I'll just read it from the top down. I was trying to jump around uh, there. According to the league, which announced penalties on Tuesday, the team violation entailed promises of impermissible benefits during a contract extension negotiations for Aces player Darnica Hamby. Uh, in respect of the workplace violation esteemed from comments Hammond made to Hamby in connection to the latter's pregnancy. Uh, Hamby, who uh, this offseason was traded to uh, the uh, Sparks, took her to her allegations public, alleging in an Instagram post that her former organization treated her in an unprofessional and unethical way that has been traumatizing due to her pregnancy. 
At the time, she did not specify which member of the organization allegedly made disparaging comments. The league investigated Hamby's claims as well as allegations of salary cap uh, circumvention that came out shortly thereafter. The league said that the investigation was not able to sustain any of those particular allegations. The WNBA's investigation included interviews with 33 people and a review of numerous texts, emails, and other documents, the league said. So it all stems there from uh, uh, Hamby, and now, of course, she's not there anymore. Yes. And, and that's what started all Dealing this. with her pregnancy. When she was traded um, back in January, she, at that point, um, says that she's going to fold her hold her former team accountable for what she termed as unethical behavior. She went on Instagram on January 21st, said, I've had my character and work ethic attacked. I was promised things to entice me to sign my contract extension that were not followed through on. I was accused of signing my extension knowingly pregnant. This is false. So that's kind of what started all this. False. Yep. All right. So there you go. I mean, I don't even know why this is even a headline on the side of uh, ESPN, but it is. Because Becky Hammond, she just... The no, is, not this. Oh, sorry, sorry. Something else. Go ahead. Uh, Roy McIlroy suddenly quiet on the topic of live golf at the uh, PGA Championship. Yeah, do you week. know why? He's going there? I, I wasn't going to say that. No, it's because he's not playing good golf right now, so he needs to focus back on his golf. He missed the cut at the Masters. Like he did, yeah. He needs he to get focused well. on golf, so I don't mind him not talking about it. You haven't won a major since 2014, there, Rory. Like, quit talking. Uh, McElroy was asked by a reporter to look into his crystal ball to project where professional men's golf will be in three years. What an odd question yep. uh, to ask someone about uh, looking into a crystal ball. And McElroy said, "I don't have a crystal ball." And uh, the reporter then asked, you don't want to speculate? McElroy said, no. Later, a different reporter asked McElroy if he was going to be a conscious thing for him to sidestep the Live Golf PGA Tour narrative going forward. And McElroy said, yeah. There you go. That's all you need to know. Jeez. The reason why he's silent on it is because he's talked about it enough. Yes. And he's not like, playing good golf. It's one thing if he was coming out and talking about so, it, Travis, yeah. and he was winning every other week. But he's not making weekends on majors. Like, yeah. you need to be quiet and focus on your golf game there, Rory. Hmm. And uh, also, this was uh, funny. You probably didn't know about it because uh, Live Golf and uh, CW, that's where it's on, um, that uh, during this week's uh, tournament, uh, they had an, during an important moment of the uh, match of, I think they were in a playoff or something with uh, Dustin Johnson, and they were getting close to uh, time constraints on the CW. So uh, they instead uh, cut away from uh, the finish of the round to uh, go ahead and air regularly scheduled programming from Sunday's final round with four holes to go. Uh, the local CW station stated airing a syndicated episode of the Goldbergs instead. Ah, yes. yes. So that's good a good call. look for Liv. I mean, hey, you get the CW, that's what you get. <laughs> Four holes to go, and <laughs> you got to cut away. Jokes. You got to cut away for the Goldbergs, of course. Not even a new show. Yeah, it's just a rerun of a syndicated Whatever. show. 
<laughs> Whatever. And the only thing else I got was that the Jets, they're among several teams interested in hosting the Black Friday game annually. No. Uh, of course, uh, other teams were approached uh, by this, but then it was in favor of the Jets this season. Um, I think it was the Bengals or something said they were interested in uh, hosting no. it annually. Uh, but uh, the Jets now are willing to uh, raise their hand and volunteer to go forward as the annual no. game. I, Travis, and this is going to sound shocking, I hate that the Lions and Cowboys annually host Thanksgiving games. I would much rather it rotated. Nah. Especially on those years the Lions are bad. Those The Lions have always been bad. Exactly. It. We've had to watch bad Lions football three, for Thanksgiving for three years. Three good games on Thanksgiving than a traditional game. Yeah. I'm a big traditional guy. I don't mind it, and I just think it's been so established now that it's just. Well, you can't do it now. No, it's no. not Thanksgiving without the, the Cowboys Lions and, and the Lions. Cowboys playing. Yes, I agree. However, for this, leave it so you can put the best game on. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Don't don't have one team tied to it, because yes, the Jets well, are good now, but they've been awful for the past five years. Well, yeah, and what's going to happen when Aaron Rodgers is gone gone in a couple of years? And I love how the Jets and the Bengals. Bengals have been good for, what, three years? Yeah, all of a sudden they got What what are they going to do after, you know, like, that's the thing when you say, oh, no, we're going to host this every year. Well, what if you're not good every year? Mm -hmm. Then we get an awful game that the NFL media partners are probably going, uh, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, also there was uh, another announcement for the uh, NFL uh, that they're going to uh, exclusively air one wild card playoff game on Peacock. Saw that. People up in arms about it. I saw a uh, one-year contract with uh, Peacock to air that game exclusively. And you know what? Tough. You have the Peacock network. Yep. Some people already have that. Yep. Some people don't. Next what? That's okay. You'll miss out on a game. But it's a playoff game, Eric. Well, sorry. That's the important thing. Well, uh, there. It's the NFL. They can do what they want. Yeah, exactly. And actually, it's NBC. Man. NBC can do what they want. Yeah, and they're just testing the waters here. It's not like, you know, I blame the NFL, Travis, when they signed their media rights. They didn't say, you must put playoff games on broadcast TV. Didn't put it there. No. So why not me when I know people are going to watch it? If I own own a streaming partner, why wouldn't I put it on there? Yeah. Because we saw with Amazon last year, people will pay to get NFL games. Yeah. As I'm sure we're going to see with YouTube and YouTube Plus with Sunday Ticket, Ticket, people are going to pay to get this premium content. So if I already own a streaming service and I have an agreement with the NFL, it makes absolutely no sense not to put it there. Yeah, and this is just a one-year experimental thing. I'm surprised that uh, Fox doesn't have theirs on Hulu. Isn't that kind of their Mm. streaming partner? I'm not sure. I think so. I think a lot of uh, Fox content is is over there, yeah. CBS. And with, like, FX and stuff. CBS on Paramount. Why don't don't they have one on Paramount? I mean, if we're not getting up in arms about the NFL having a wild-card game on Nickelodeon— I don't want to hear you up in arms about the fact that it is on Peacock. Well, I think, you know, yes, Nickelodeon is not everyone gets Nickelodeon, but uh, this is just a on a exclusive on a streaming service. 
So, are they going to put slime in the game? Um, are they going to have SpongeBob and Patrick talking about the game? No, not and on it's Peacock. not nearly as bad as being on Nickelodeon for a playoff game. Uh, Patrick was the star of the show last year for that uh, Rams Awful. game. Awful. I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed Awful. it. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Patrick roasting these players. Um, Awful. That was one of the best parts about the I game. I want to watch football. I don't want to watch cartoon. I do. Then watch that. the other network. Then then watch the regular broadcast. Then you don't have to watch the Nickelodeon but there was broadcast. One playoff game this year that I thought was only on Nickelodeon. I don't think so. I think it was just an alternate broadcast. I think you could watch it on the regular channel. All right. All right. Then I'm okay with it. But if there was only if it was only offered on Nickelodeon, that's it. Then Peacock is not nearly as bad. Yeah. No, I think it was just an alternative broadcast there. All right. So you want to do dingers? Yeah. Dinger I Tuesday. Got, I know who I'm, I'm picking. Ooh, okay. Who you got? Fernando Tatis Jr. Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason? Uh, because they're taking on the Royals, and the pitcher for the Royals has a 70 RA. Hmm. Say the pitcher here on ESPN is vacant, so. I mean, they don't have anyone going to be thrown out there. Okay, and they must have changed it. I mean, I don't know. They could have had something at the uh, at the last second. Uh, all right, well, I don't know anything uh, about uh, the Mariners, really, this season outside of that one series that they played uh, with the, the Cardinals. I have no idea if he's any good or not or – if he's going to play Julio Rodriguez yep. for the uh, Mariners against Boston, they're really struggling right now. So uh, let's keep on pounding the uh, Red Sox. And I won't do Cal Raleigh hit it from both sides of the play last night, but uh, I'm still going to go uh, Julio Rodriguez there for Seattle Mariners. Hopefully they turn it around as well. Fourth in the ALS, 21 and 20. Now where they wanted to be a year ago after getting into the playoffs Mm-mm. for a long time. Kind of a disappointing start from their point of view as well. So uh, there you go. You got Fernando Tatis Jr. also with uh, with a young superstar. Julio Rodriguez is going to hit a dinger tonight for Seattle. All right, so I think that will do it. I think that will come make this podcast come to a close. So uh, we will get on out of here. We'll be back to discuss with sports more tomorrow. And we'll get to uh, Doc Rivers more tomorrow. And we'll get to uh, baseball and softball postseason scores as well if they have them due to the weather. All right, so... Hopefully everyone stays dry. Also in the pod tomorrow, we will be looking at that NASCAR 75 greatest drivers list. Uh, That's right, yeah. 75 greatest drivers coming up for you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace out. (laughs) 